What is up, guys? Welcome to the Crosswalk Podcast, where we have been called to carry our cross daily. I'm your host, Paul Fowler, and I just... I hope that you've had a wonderful day today. If you're just starting off your day, I hope that it is a wonderful day for you. Um, But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed our introductory podcast last week uh, that, that I gave just kind of a background to the whole podcast. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. It's a little over 10 minutes long, so not that not that long. Today is going to be probably a little bit longer because we're diving straight in. Today we are going to be talking about uh, a big deal, uh, something that has become a big deal in the world today. And I'm going to try not to just beat around the bush about it. I'm not going to try to be legally, uh, what is it, legally correct or whatever you have it. But today we're going to be talking about pride. Pride. What is pride and what what does it do to a person? You're probably going to be hearing me flipping through some pages now because I got my notes down. But the the first thing that I do in my notes, whenever I'm doing my notes, is I like for anybody that knows me, I like to define my words because it gives you it, the literally what the definition is supposed to do gives you the meaning. And, and to be able to understand what we're talking about, you first have to understand the word that we're talking about. And so to dive deeper, let's let's do that. What is pride? Based on a definition, there's two definitions here. The first one is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. The second definition is uh, consciousness of one's own dignity, the quality of having an excessively high opinion of oneself or one's importance. And so pride has become kind of the talk of the town in, in recent years, within the last decade. Pride is plastered everywhere. Pride is just in colors everywhere. We have seen it everywhere. But what is the root of pride? Whenever we come to the Bible, the Bible tells us uh, so many things about what pride is and the consequences of pride. I want this to be very, very clear. A Christian, somebody that believes in the gospel of Christ, is not supposed to be a prideful person. Uh, the whole foundation of our belief is the belief that we can do nothing outside of Christ. That is the foundational belief. And so, as a believer in Christ, we have come to terms with knowing that pride is something that is useless. Like, who am I to, to say that I'm great, that I'm uh, amazing that I am somebody to look up to what what benef- what do I have that God himself did not give me and so I want to read this quote real quick uh, some uh, some people know this man uh, that that has uh, heard me preach uh, before you've probably heard this guy's name several times and some of y'all probably already know him Charles H Spurgeon says this 
no matter how dear you are to God, if pride is harbored in your spirit, he will whip it out of you. They that go up in their own estimation must come down again by his discipline. And that's a strong saying right there. That's that's so strong because he's not, Charles Spurgeon's not being around the bush. He's talking about if pride is in your heart, that God will whip it out of you. I had to do a double take to the quote, making sure it didn't just say wipe out. No, it says whip out. He will, he will, and it's going to be a hard thing. He will beat it out of you, basically. Pride, uh, and, and, and the thing is, is pride most of the time only usually comes out with discipline. And as, as every single one of us that is listening to the, this podcast, you either are a child or have once been a child, and you know that, that in a child's heart is just pride. Uh, it's pride or selfishness in, in that sense. And selfishness is just birthed out of pride, a, a high uh, opinion of oneself. I remember, I think, I could be wrong. Uh, if my parents are listening, they, they could probably tell me. But I believe I've been told that my first words were, Mine. Mine. And that's a lot of kids' first words. It's mine. It's not yours. It's mine. I want it. You ever heard the phrase, uh, take the ball and leave? Take your ball and leave? That It's pretty simple where that comes from. A, a kid got upset, got selfish, took his ball and left so that nobody else could play. Like it's rooted in selfishness and pride. So it's something uh, you, you think of yourself as something great. Uh, I've been reading through Daniel, and the thing about the book of Daniel is that King Nebuchadnezzar had a very high opinion of himself. He had pride. You think about all that he did, and, and whenever he was uh, brought, he, he had that dream where he, Daniel interprets his dream as, as the statue made of these metals, the head being of gold. I believe the, the arms and torso were silver and, and the legs were that of, uh, I believe it was uh, iron. And then the feet were a mixture of both iron and uh, hardened or fired clay. And and. I believe that made his pride just boast. I'm the, I'm the golden head of this statue. What amazement. And then Daniel tells him that a, that a stone comes off the mountain and hits the, uh, the feet that are divided and everything comes crushing down. And these were images of the kingdoms to come, including Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. And it just shows that his pride in himself... He thought himself to be a great being, and we know he went on to make a statue uh, that was an image of himself that he commanded people to bow down to. And we know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose not to. And out of, again, Nebuchadnezzar's pride, he wanted them to be killed for their refusal. And so pride can be something that... that can can get so out of control and it's basically a lot of pride actually comes from lying to oneself thinking that you are something that you are not and we know that the story ends uh, or with Nebuchadnezzar 
that the story ends with God uh, making him lose his mind, going out into the wilderness, eating grass like like the animals, being in the in the wilderness. I believe it was for I believe it was seven years, but we know that uh, that he ended up coming back and recognizing God as king and as lord and so pride can be such a dangerous thing and a meddlesome thing that that people just think that they are so much better than the other let me read you some verses that scripture talks about whenever it comes to pride and what pride does and the consequences of pride so here we go proverbs chapter 11 verse 2 says when arrogance better known as pride comes Disgrace follows, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 16 verse 5 says, Everyone with a proud heart is detestable to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. And so God clearly is telling us here that pride leads to punishment. It is, it is not something that he, he turns a blind eye to. A prideful heart is something dangerous. And next week we'll be talking about uh, humility to kind of go, uh, go with this lesson as well to, to know what it means to be humble. But here we know what pride is. One, we know it when we see it from other people, but a lot of times it is so hard to see it in ourselves because we don't like to look at ourselves in that way. And sometimes it comes with correction. People coming in to correct us or to tell us, hey, you seem kind of boastful in this. You seemed kind of arrogant in this. We don't like that. That's, that's something that we hate, but the Bible teaches us that a wise man welcomes correction. And we should welcome that kind of correction. If we are prideful, we got to get it corrected quickly. So whenever we, we see in Proverbs 16, 5, again, it says, everyone, everyone with a proud heart is detestable to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. This literally means the be assured literally means that this goes hand in hand. This goes hand in hand. It's like the the, the uh, two sides of the same coin. It's where pride is, their God's discipline and punishment is. They go hand in hand. They, you cannot uh, reject God's punishment whenever you're prideful because it will come. And if you're, if you're thinking to yourself, who, I, if you're like Nebuchadnezzar, whenever he's speaking to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it's who is your God that he can stand against me? He was so prideful. And if you were in that mindset of who do you, like nothing's happened to me yet, pride. I've been, I think, I think highly of myself, pride. What are you talking about? God hasn't done anything to me. He will, he will be, rest assured he will. And it is in his timing, it is in his timing that that will come to be. In Proverbs chapter 16, uh, verse 18, it says this. This is probably the more well-known verse whenever it comes to pride. Pride comes before destruction and an arrogant spirit before a fall. In other translations, it says pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And so we, we need to know that, that God has already said multiple times that you are prideful 
destruction's coming. Your prideful discipline's coming. Your prideful punishment is coming. It's just a matter of time. Jesus says this in Luke chapter 14, verse 11. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Exalting yourself is a fool's promotion, so to speak, for it is based on your efforts and can quickly and shamefully be undone. It is, it is so true to know that whenever we see a prideful person, an arrogant person that thinks so highly of themselves, they're eventually going to be, in a lack of, a, lack of better words, brought down to earth, be shown reality, whether it be a movie star, whether it be a, another kind of celebrity, a musician, and, and everything. They have such a high opinion of themselves. A lot of them have a very high opinion of themselves. And some of them, yes, very, very talented, but they don't realize where they got that talent from. They they take it for granted. They're like, well, this is mine. It is of me, but don't realize that God is the one that gave them the ability to do the things that they get to do. Uh, to give them the the talent or the uh, or the gift to be able to sing or to be, be able to act or to be able to uh, play a musical instrument, it is God that gives them those gifts, and we've got to recognize that. That if it not be for God, who are we? In James chapter four, that this is the half brother of Jesus speaking here. In James chapter four, verse six, he says, "But he gives greater grace." Therefore, he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And this is a, a reference to, um, to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34, uh, where he says the same thing. God, gives, uh, gives, uh, re- or God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. I heard it said one time, and I, and I, uh, love, I, I love this quote. Um, make sure I'm not getting ahead of myself. But the, the quote was, uh, humble people, real, real people that have humility or real humility, think they have a problem with pride. And honestly, I, I see that to be true. And, and people that I know that are so humble, it's like they, they're first to snuff out the pride in their life. They're the first ones to go to God and be like, God, take the pride out. I've thought prideful thoughts. I think so highly of myself. I'm sorry, Lord. Take it away from me. Please take it away from me. And so, uh, again, people that have real humility are really humble, truly. They're usually ones that think that they have a pride problem. And the ones that are prideful usually don't think they have a problem because they think they got it figured out, which is just shows to their pride. And, and we know in Ezekiel chapter 28, we read and it talks about the, the fall of, of Satan, the fall of Satan. And this hit me. Pride itself, if you think of pride, and I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, if you think of pride, pride was actually the first Sin. It is the root of many sins in the first one because Satan felt pride in himself. 
Uh, we were talking, me and some, me and someone we were talk, talking yesterday, and they're like, "Well, what about rebellion? Well, why did Satan rebel against God? Because he thought himself to be superior, prideful. He was prideful in his ways. That's why he rebelled, and so." Pride can be the root of so many sins. We, we, we can see this uh, in so many different ways. Uh, we, look at, uh, we look at pride as just being a singular sin, but I, 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 sh- I tell you, if you see another sin, you can trace it back usually to pride. The, uh, the, the self-exalting sin of pride it comes from one's desire to be better than God. We see that in Nebuchadnezzar's life. We see that in Satan's life. Um, we see that, I mean, you think of famous quotes that are maybe a little old to us but are more recent than biblical times. You think of, like, John Lennon, who said that uh, the Beatles are more famous than Jesus. Blasphemy. You think of uh, the captain of the Titanic who said not even God can bring this ship down. I mean, it's pride. Uh, it's pride thinking that a ship, a boat, of all things, is is more powerful than God. And so to elevate ourselves to be on par or even better than God is not just prideful. It's not just arrogant. It's stupidity at its finest. Um, and stupidity... It, it, like uh, I've heard this said, it's it's uh, stupidity. You 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 don't know that you're stupid, but everybody else does, and it's the same thing when you're dead. But the thing is, is once we're dead, we're going to stand before a holy and righteous God and be judged based on our deeds. And I don't want to be the man to stand before God that has a heart that's dripping with pride. Because what what at that point, you know, and even at this point, do I have to be prideful about? We'll be humbled very quickly. According to OpenTheBible.org, pride is defined biblically as self-worship and self-preservation at all costs. In the world today, pride isn't just about feeling good about yourself, but it is putting yourself above anything else, including the truth. We see this everywhere, that people deny the truth, basic truths, because of their own pride. Pride is not seen as abhorrent in the world's eyes, but something to be celebrated. We know, we know this, and as I said, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat much in here because I think it needs to be spoken about. We know that the pride movement is one, it's not not only something that is so dangerous um, and we need to show love to the people that, that, that follow suit in these movements but pride is so dangerous because it is a spit in the face to God and I've seen so many videos and so many things with children or even just adults in these parades that just breaks my heart to think that pride has taken people so far. Pride in themselves, pride in their sexuality, pride in their own identity. Pride, pride, pride. And pride needs to be snuffed out by God. That's why God, uh, I believe, demolished the Tower of Babel because they became proud 
and thought that they could get to him and build themselves to him. And so we need to understand that pride is not something to be celebrated, but something to be avoided. Pride is a dangerous sin that leads, again, to many others. You think of lying. Why do people usually lie? Sometimes to make one feel better about something they did or to hide something so that they don't look bad in front of somebody else. It's selfishness. It's pride. Coveting something, desiring something that you don't have, it's discontentment with what you do have because you want it. It's all about what you want. Pride. What about murder? What is murder about? It is about you valuing your desires more than someone else's life. It, it comes, it's rooted in hatred. You think that, that you're in the right more so than they are, or something else. It is based upon your desire and hatred, as we just talked about. It is you value your feelings over the choice to love others. I mean, think about that. Like, you hate somebody. It is you making the choice because it, uh, based on your feelings to hate somebody instead of loving them. Pride carries you the long road of sins and doesn't stop because the desire to feed your own flesh is never-ending. Only through Christ can someone overcome their prideful state which is the self-exalting sin of pride. And then the last, uh, the last uh, passage I want to read here before we close out is from Isaiah chapter 2, verse 12. Got to get my Bible out for this one. As I'm turning here, I got myself a new Bible, which is always an awesome thing you if you've ever uh, you know experienced buying a new bible for yourself uh, it's got that new bible smell you're like looking at all the notes and everything and it's just it's just i don't know it just seems uh i don't want to say ritualistic but it's very close to being that um in a sense but uh it is it's not rit ritualistic it's like a rite of passage almost uh, it's like it's like I get this Bible, you know. So Isaiah chapter two, verse twelve says this: For a day belonging to the Lord of Armies is coming against all that is proud and lofty, against all that is lifted up, it will be humbled, and so. We know that there is a day. There's a day that is coming, a day of judgment to those that to those that have filled themselves with pride. A day that they will be judged based on uh, based on their heart, the condition of their heart. And the only saving grace is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ to get rid of that pride. And I want to encourage you, uh, if you don't know Christ, I pray that you get to know Him. Because he can change your heart and change it towards him. If you are a believer listening to this and you know that you've dealt with the, the sin of pride and, and it is festered in your heart or maybe it's, it's come in and come out and, and you've noticed just 
overwhelming urge to be prideful and think highly of yourself. I pray that, pray that this has helped you. Pray that you see the danger of pride. I'm not even just talking about dangerous in the sense of God will judge you, but dangerous in the sense of what it does to your life here on earth. It is a dangerous thing, and, and nobody likes to be around somebody that thinks highly of themselves, has a, has a high opinion of themselves. I don't know one person that enjoys being around someone like that. And it just goes to show you just how dangerous pride can be in, today's, in, your, in your life today. So I pray that this has benefited you. I pray that this has been glorifying to God. I pray that that you continue to pray for this this podcast series as as we keep listening uh, and as you keep listening to uh, to this. And I pray that you um, that you gain uh, wisdom out of this from the Word of God, uh, not just you know from my voice. If anything is gained from my voice that you hear and, and keep, it is from Christ and Christ alone. And I and I thank you. Um, for uh, for uh, liking and and, and uh, sharing if you have or or anything like that and if you haven't I'd I'd love it if you did it'd be a big blessing to me if you could do that but uh, to to kind of end this all out um, uh, again don't forget to to like if you haven't follow if you haven't you can look us up on Facebook Twitter. Uh, an Instagram, and if uh, you want to send in a comment or uh, something that I will see directly or a question that you might want answered later on an episode of the podcast, please uh, send us an email here at um, the crosswalk podcast 923 at gmail.com. That's again the crosswalk podcast 923 at gmail.com. I pray that you have enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I pray that it has been encouraging. Uh, I pray that it's been uplifting. Until next time, keep walking in faith. God bless. God bless.